Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Collect Your Life Incorporated's podcast. I have a special guest, Latoya Rankin with me today. If you are here on Facebook live with us, please engage in the comments with us um, as we are able to see your comments mostly. Um, uh, Let us know if you can hear us, if we're loud and clear for you. If you're going back and listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe. Spotify, please listen to us. So um, this episode is episode seven. Again, if you can hear us, please let us know in the comments so we can make sure we're loud and clear. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, I think we can. I've got to hey, y'all. Okay, okay. Okay, <laughs> okay we loud. So, uh, this is episode seven, and we're going to talk about different things as millennials in Christianity. Um, so, I decided to have, um, I was led to have my sister, um, Latoya, here with me. Um, she has a podcast, Sacred Seven. And it's seven minutes of devotion, of encouragement. Yes. I might come on there and quote some people that I love, some ministers, yes. some teachers that I love. So it's a little bit of everything, but it's all encouraging. It's and all it's, so it's awesome. Like, y'all need to check it out. It's on uh, Spotify, Anchor, well, mm-hmm. both. Mm-hmm. Spotify, so, Anchor, yeah. So y'all need to check it out. It is really good. Check me out. Check out her out okay so they sacred seven and so i've been knowing toya for more than 10 years now like yeah a long time it is more 11 like 11 11 or 20 2010 so yeah yeah so 11 like 11 years so she is a lot of things to me like (laughs) She my line sister, which she happens to be my number seven, which right. is really ironic that it's the seventh episode and she's seven. How perfect. Yes, perfect. <laughs> and then she's my hairstylist. She get my hair together, like get these naps and she can grease your scalp and get your scalp together, like and have it healthy. Like she actually cares about your hair. So then she has hair care oils and stuff, and Tell then me. come on commercial. Like I'm giving you a commercial because yes, you listen, be. the come people on. need to know. The people need to okay? know, okay? Because I support black-owned businesses out she there. She does. She does. So, but yes, yeah, so she has oils, and they're good for my skin, and I have eczema, mm-hmm. and it's like severe. So mm-hmm. they're good for your skin and your hair. Yes. Cause no, that's why that's why my hair growing out here grown. on these streets. It grows so fast. Thank God for growing hands. Yes, praise. It ain't me. <laughs> I don't praise. take credit for it. I thank God for these growing hands. Yes, and then also like in these later. Well, you know, as a hairstylist, they be your therapist anyway. Like, yeah. so she know all my business. Yeah. And yeah. like, it ain't travel nowhere. Like, she keeps my business with her. And like she's be, she's a friend, she's a sister. Like if I need her to pray, sis gonna pray. Like yes. and vice yeah. versa. Like I feel like our relationship is a lot of different things. It's, it's a lot, a lot of different terms. Different, terms. but all for the better. Yeah, all for the better. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know her son. Like my my daughter, we <laughs> might be in laws out here. Baby, at the rate that you guys is going, they might be. I might arrange them because he's a nice young man. And he's going to be raised And mind you, our kids, if you own the podcast, her son is four and my child is two. But, you know, we going ahead and getting them arranged because I know he raised in a good home. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I'm just saying. (laughs) So, first topic. What, uh, I don't even have my... All right. Okay. So my first our first question and is at what point in your life did your relationship with God get stronger? And I wanna be clear when I say like like what point did you have to 
know God for yourself, like without mm-hmm. your parents being mm-hmm. in, um, you know, in influence. Because you know yeah. that's how you grow up most times. That's why most people go to church because exactly. their parents take them or or didn't take them and they don't go to church or something like that. Yeah. So at what point did you their relationship get real? Did it get real for you? I would say um, college. Okay. Because, you know, it's like the first time that you're away from home mm-hmm. and you don't have your mama waking you up, making you go to church. Right. It's really up to you. You can go or you could just sleep in. Just sleep in. So I think it was college when I first decided to, like, take my relationship with God into my own hands. Mm, yeah. And I was okay. like, okay, God, I need you to get through college because this is not easy. <laughs> and I could ask my mama to pray, but she don't know what to pray for because my mom hasn't been to college. So she mm. don't know what I'm dealing with and the pressures that I'm dealing with up here. Right. So that's definitely life in college made me see God for myself. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about you? I think for me, it was probably around that time, too, because you growing, you know, you by yourself. But also for me, in another transition, like after I left college and then I got married, mm-hmm. baby, I feel like I was on my knees every every. Well, I know we were going to be bringing up multiple. But I mean, that's when it really, up, like, yeah. it took levels. Yeah. Like, I had well, okay. I say in college, let me let me break myself down. Okay. In college, it was like, okay, I know God for myself. I'ma trust him and I but I was still in the box of religion. Gotcha. When I got married and as that transition and everything, that's when I started to get into relationship. Gotcha. Instead of just being in the religious box and sector. Yeah. Because as a wife Yep. At the time, with what I was dealing with, you got to know God. In I had way. to be on my knees every Absolutely. every hour. Uh, <laughs> not every hour, <laughs> but hey, but yeah, cause like you, like if you out there and you on the live, and you trying to be a wife or you trying to be any baby. If you trying to make it in the world, you got to have a prayer life. You but to like, I have no idea how people do it without God. Like, like. How? As a Why? mother, How? like all the stuff that we deal with. All mom. the different hats we have to wear, all the things we have to juggle, remember. Yes. And you doing it without God? Since you ain't praying at all? Like, at all. You ain't asking God how to do nothing. You ain't spending no time in. with him. Like nothing. I ain't judging. I'm, I'm not, not going to judge. Because I don't want to come off as judgmental. But I'm just curious. Like that's interesting to me. I just want to yeah. that. I just want to know. Like, yeah. how, how does that look? Like I can't. That's all I know. <laughs> because, baby, ooh, life itself is a lot. And so, yeah, my relationship definitely got deeper and deeper. Yeah. Like, I, I would say in the last year or so, also, like, as I severed that, you know, fraudulent covenant, too. Like, mm-hmm. it got deeper. I got to, I got to re-identify who I was and mm-hmm. all that. So, yeah, my relationship got stronger. I agree with you on that. Um, yeah. My relate, you know, like the same way we were saying, our relationship mm-hmm. has taken many turns and it's turned into different things, but it was always good. I yeah. feel like it's the same way with God. It's like yeah. when I was in college, I got to know God in a different way, but when I got out of college, I got to know Him in a different way. Mm-hmm. Then when I got married, it was different. Mm-hmm. When I had kids, it, it was, was different. different. It's like it goes through regrowths and rebirths. Yeah, because you yeah. should always be growing and yeah. keep growing in him. Yeah. So it's like it always takes a turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our next. I'm sorry. Uh oh. <laughs> Baby, we probably should have put this down. I should have wrote it down. It's all good. All right. Ooh, we, honey. This next one. Oh. My God, today. Yeah, it could be a lot for some yeah. people. Yeah. Okay, so our next one is church hurt. Hmm. How how was your church hurt? Did you have some church hurt? Yeah, I did. Tell your story. I, <laughs> Testify. I got a few church hurt stories. Uh, but unfortunately, like my first experience. With the church hurt was at a very young age. Mm. Like the church that I grew up in, I'm not gonna say no names. Mm-hmm. Um, 
When I was in children's church, it was really clicky. Like, people were really mean. It was like the preacher's kids and the minister's kids were mean to the regular kids in children's church. Mm -hmm. And it was very, like, separate. It wasn't like, oh, we all come. It was segregated in the children's church, girl. In the children's church. And growing up, I could feel that. Like, Mm -hmm. even though I was a kid, I was like, oh, I can't talk to her because she's over there with that group. And Mm -hmm. they're kind of clicked up and... They're the preacher's kids and the minister's kids, so I can't talk to them. So that was my first experience with church hurt. And then I would say my second experience with church hurt was um, at another church. I was an adult. I was pregnant with my son, with Jackson. I was 26, I would say. Was I 26? Yeah, I was 26. And I wanted to serve as a greeter at the church, but I was pregnant. So I went and I signed up to do it and I was really excited about it because I felt like that was what God was calling me to do. Mm-hmm. And the um, the lady that was over it, she was just like, look, if you can't serve for both 8 o'clock service and 11 o'clock service, you can't serve at all. And I was like, well, what you mean I can't serve? Aren't we doing this unto the Lord? Like, if I can't serve both services, let me serve the service I can serve for. And she was like, no, you can't. So I was like, but I'm pregnant and I cannot stand up from 8 a.m. until 12.30. Right. That's a long time for somebody who's five, six months pregnant to be standing on their feet. Like, I just want to serve one service. And she was like, no. Hmm. And that hurt my feelings because I was like, but I'm telling you, I feel like the Lord has told me to do this. And you're going to tell me because of these rules Mm -hmm. that I can't. So that really hurt me, and I ended up having my son early, and while I was on the hospital bed, I still text the group of greeters because I had met some great people. Mm -hmm. I texted them and told them, you know, I'm in the hospital. Um, Could y'all pray for me because I don't know what direction this is going in. Nobody texted me back. Nobody said anything. Wow. So then, like, two days later, it was one of the women in the group birthday. And everybody told her I had a birthday in a group text. The same group message that I had text that I was to, in the hospital. Ask for prayers. Yeah. And they didn't say nothing to and me. And I told them I was in the hospital. Told them what hospital wow. I was at. Nobody said anything. And I was like, but y'all in here like lighting up the group text about a birthday? And I'm really like on a... Yeah. Like, I don't know life, if I'm going to make it. This is a life or death situation. Yes, girl. Yes. Wow. So those were my two experiences with church hurt. And honestly, to get over it, I had to pray for one. Mm-hmm. Lord, show me how to forgive, how to let this go, because I couldn't let that hinder my relationship with God mm-hmm. or my relationship with actually being in a church setting. Right. Because a lot of people let church hurt turn them away from even going to church. Right. And I didn't want it to do that because I knew it was important to commune with other Christians. It's mm-hmm. important to have that relationship and community. Right. But that could be deep, y'all. That Ooh, could be deep. I already know. Because, like, my experience... Okay, so... I'm a preacher's kid. But I wasn't, like... Click, well, I would say the church I grew up in wasn't really cliquish. Like, well, I didn't... I don't, I don't feel we were cliquish. Like, we were family. Like, if I see them today, you know, they family. Mm-hmm. But when I moved to another church, which should not be named, mm-hmm. um, I had certain gifts that I was used to being in. The mm-hmm. gift of praise dance or church yeah, dance. Yeah. And so I was asking to be a part of that. And I was giving the runaround so many times, like, uh, well, we have this person and go to that person. So I went to that person. And now this, when I say this was the clickiest church, it was the clickiest mm-hmm. church. And so like, if you weren't a part, if your last name wasn't this last mm-hmm. name, if you weren't that, and it was like, mm-hmm. I was like, I just want to dance because now that I'm lo- looking back and now how deep I've gone into dance and in the prophetic of dance, if you have prophetic dance at your church and doing it flowing accurately, mm-hmm. like the lives and the healings and deliverance yeah. that can take yeah. place is very vital. Yeah. So we're just as important as the worship. Come on. So like you stun your own church yeah. by not having these things. Yes, ma'am. And so 
I was so upset because I wanted to. I kept getting a run around. Well, they do it and they do it, but I'm sitting here looking like. I'm waiting on my shot. Like, but these people weren't even doing it. That's the thing. So they nobody even, was dancing? Nobody was dancing. And it was like. But they do it? Or like when they would dance. I think I danced one time. They allowed me to dance one time. Were you by yourself or were yes, you by myself? And then one other time, they, I was like, oh, they danced. They had some little flag. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. So y'all just had dancers and didn't even invite me to do it. And knew, knowing that was something, and not only had, not only is something that it was my gift, but at the time, like in the, the nomination I was in, I had been trained. Mm-hmm. I had been in so many classes. Mm-hmm. I had been in so many different uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like trainings and just up like all the class, everything, conferences and all yeah. that. So it wasn't like I was not new to it. Like yeah. it was something I was true to. Like I wasn't new I to it. I think in situations like that, though, God still on your heart. And I think, and that's what I was gonna lead into because, like, after that, I went to another church, and like God propelled me to be over what I was trying to do at the other church and like I think that's that set the mark that set the way for Mm -hmm. me to being over there and I feel like I was able to plant seeds in those girls lives and those those seeds being sown in those girls lives also it is really how I believe I got my daughter like because I was blessed with her because I sold into the lives of other young girls and um that was that was good because then I was, it was like all, even though that church hurt really hurt. Cause yeah. I was like really frustrated. Like yeah. they don't want me to do nothing. Like they trying to hold me back. And yeah. I was like, I didn't want to be like the guy in the Bible. They like didn't, you know, help, help, hid his t- talents or yeah. whatever. I was trying to use, use my talent. Yeah. I was like, Lord, I, you know, that's a, that's like a parable you learned at Sunday school uh-huh. early. So I was like, I don't want to be like that. Yeah, I want to make use sure. All my gifts. I want to use all my yes. gifts. And yes. I'm like, these folks ain't letting me do it. Uh-huh. But like you said, because my heart was heart in the was right, in the right place, place, your heart was in the I right feel place. like that's why I was able to flourish in other places mm-hmm. when I left. And then like now, I'm in a place even better. But I think all of that happened for a reason. Like always. E- you know, I mean, everything I know all happens things. for work together. Even like, you know, the tumultuous marriage, like all of it. It's going to work because it worked. It it worked out with that whole situation of dance, like what I wanted to do. And I'm now able to connect with people. I have like, I feel like a lifelong community of people in dance that I don't know if I would have had, had I not been hurt, had I not moved to another you know, had I not moved here, here, here. Yeah. So it was in her insight, you can see why. Yeah. Why it happened. Yeah, it it all worked it yeah. worked. It's always like this. Yeah. Yeah. Our next topic is millennials in worship. So what did you mean exactly when you So I think <clears throat> it kinda ties into um this next question, I okay. know the, the next qu- the question, okay. but a lot of times um, people see millennials, and I think they get our generations mixed up. So I want to be they clear do. because <laughs> our age group is like we were born in 1981 yeah. to 1996. Uh-huh. We are not this young generation who will pop off on anything. Yeah. We are not them. Okay, so we are millennials. Yes. We are born in between, we ain't going to tell you our years, (laughs) but we were born in between 1981 and 1996. So that being said, we millennials, but people get us confused with Gen Z a lot of times, which is 1997 to 2012. That's where my nephew, he on the 2012 range. I'm not a part of that. That's (laughs) my students. No, I'm not on that generation, Mm -hmm. but I feel like a lot of times people People in the Gen X and Boomers, and Gen X is 1965 to 1980, and the Boomers too is 1953 to 1964. The OGs, yeah, the OG, <laughs> they, they the OGs. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of them get us 
mixed up with those that um what is it that don't worship well i mean i don't know i feel like a lot of a lot of millennials do worship a lot of yeah. millennials are worshiping yeah. it's like a lot of attention on those that don't yeah. which it is some that don't yeah and we gonna get to that question but yeah. a lot of us don't get us they get us mixed up because we are going we going getting deliverance and we getting therapy like don't look at us crazy because we getting healed from trauma like yeah come, and, come on and i feel like god blessed therapists with the gift to do what they do they god really bless do. them to be able to do that they, we need each other right we do so you gotta i don't think there's anything wrong with having jesus and having therapy right like he put therapy here and i can us. still worship yeah how i want yeah and go to therapy like absolutely so i think that's what i was i feel like with millennials people aren't used to the way the christian walk is looking nowadays like i think a lot of people are used to christianity looking a specific way Mm -hmm. and now with millennials we're changing that and it's completely different right and i feel like people just don't know how to receive it it's yeah, like, uh, I don't know about that. Like, is that right. are you really saved? Not realizing that has nothing to do with whether a person is saved or not. And that makes me think of wow, what I was going to talk about too, or I forgot to talk about. So, like, I'm a English teacher, so we teach like American. Well, I teach 11th and 12th grade, but in 11th grade, we teach American Lit. So we start from like the Puritans. And so when you when we study the Puritans, we going over they you know religion and all that, yeah. and a lot of stuff has been ingrained from that time period and beyond. Yeah, like just religiosity, like yeah. just this is how you should like this they, is how you do it. This is what Christian look like. Right, you couldn't like. you couldn't go do music, you couldn't yeah. do dance, you couldn't yeah. do a lot of stuff, yeah. and that that's gonna tie into our next topics too. So, yeah. but it's like. I don't, I don't see how you can say that, you know, you can't say that a person, it's just like somebody saying that I don't love Toya mm-hmm. or I don't love God mm-hmm. because that's between me and Toya. If Toya that? don't feel the love, if Toya don't feel the love, then maybe she would say that. Yeah. Or if um, God yeah. don't feel my love, yeah. then of course, that would be between me and him. Uh-huh. So you looking on the outside, you the outer appearance, you can't say that. You cannot make that judgment. What somebody wears, yeah. what somebody likes, how they wear their hair, all the different things that I've learned that people use to judge whether a person is saved or not, or whether somebody follows Christ or not. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to get into. Because I feel like where the Lord is, there's liberty. Right. And I have the liberty to wear what I want to wear. Yeah. But still love God. Right. Like, now, I will say this. When you become when you become a Christian, when you decide, okay, Jesus, I'm, I'm kicking it with you. you right. My, you my homie, my homie for life. Some things change because you get convicted. You know, yeah, because yeah. you're being led by the spirit now, yeah. things change by themselves. You don't yeah. have to fake it. You don't have to. It's like, no, I don't really want to wear that no more. I'm not really feeling it no more. No. You know, it don't sit with. I don't have peace with that anymore. Right. So I will say that. But at the same time, you can't just say, oh, well, he got on a whole bunch of gold chains and tattoos. He must gonna love Jesus. And like, then, come on. <laughs> now you you in my business. <laughs> you yes. in my business. So like one of our topics was being spirit-led versus being self-led yeah. or religion versus relationships. So yeah. we just kind of tied all that into yeah. one thing. But like what I was going to say, like really growing up and I grew up uh, strict Christian, mm-hmm. uh, church of God in Christ. I'm not ashamed of being Kojic, mm-hmm. uh, born and raised because that's my roots. That's where I love. However, comma, I didn't wear pants until I was in high school and it was like the ugly pants and it was like I was in band camp. So like I really thought too, like at some at one point I thought I was like, damn, wear these pants. Let me hurry up and take them off, put my skirt back on. No, Let, and I was like thinking that and at that time, like around 16 is when I really truly 
got my relationship, like, really got saved. And so I was like, dang, this around the time that uh, I got saved and I got to wear these pants and all this. And I really was thinking that I couldn't, I was trying to be, like, I was like, can I wear pants? Can I do this? So, Chris, can I do this? Like, what do they tell y'all going to happen or what is, what so is the I think the it? teaching behind it was modesty and femininity, which I understand. However, you can still be modest and feminine with a pair of pants. Mm-hmm. Like somebody said, and to quote, and I quote the mother Frances Kelly, a national prayer warrior. She said that a pair of pants can go down and a pair a skirt can go just as up just like a pair of pants can go down and she was like it doesn't matter like the it do, it's about the basically she's it's saying it's heart. about your heart. It's your heart like it's about your relationship yeah so like i had and like that's when i when my relationship got stronger yeah. i started to branch out because even when i got to martin yeah like i was still wearing skirts a lot well that was really because it was what i had yeah but and you in college, ain't nobody got time to be buying no clothes. Right, right, right. So, yeah. Right, we trying to make it, trying to get this degree. Right. However, um, so I started to get more pants. And then, like, I, I mean, I started to get to know myself. Because when you in college, you getting to know yourself, yeah. too. Getting to know myself, getting stronger and my, deeper in my relationship. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was like, I can wear pants. You know, I can do, you know, I can And I wear, still love God. Right. And he still loves me. He like, he ain't, his love ain't left me just because like I got me. on a pair of Drabos or not. Drabos. <laughs> 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 that was what came to my I head. <laughs> that was what came to my head. Baby, uh-uh, uh-uh. So, yes, yeah, some of the teaching, somebody said, some of the, my uh, best friend said, some of the teaching was trying to make men pay honey, more. If they got an issue with lust, not that's to make in their heart. Yes. If they have a lust problem, that's in their heart. It and is. me wearing my skirt ain't going to change that. Yes. And me wearing my pants being thick ain't going to change that either. Yes, they didn't want us being distracting. And so, like, even Red Finger, like, I remember y'all, like, my daddy, God rest his soul. My daddy, when I got my nails painted for the first time, baby, daddy wasn't going. Or when I got, I didn't get earrings, y'all, until I was 17. Because my mama wanted to get it done when I was a baby. Uh huh. My daddy was like, he didn't want me to get, he wanted me to make the choice. And so then I didn't get it till I was 17. And when I got my second hole, my mama, I don't, I don't know if she don't hear. I ain't going to say nothing about that second hole because Lo about beat me a bunch. Yes, my mama about beat me. She I said, I hope you don't. That second hole, she said, I hope you up. don't pierce nothing else. <laughs> and I was like, wait, ain't nothing else to pierce. I ain't oh, getting no nose. I mean, well, for me. Back then, you didn't know nothing about all this. Yeah, it wasn't me. I was still. Yeah. It was like freshman in college or sophomore in college. Yeah. So, like, I. And then even getting a tattoo or stuff like I want, I'm getting one because yeah. I'm still tattoo free. But yeah. I plan to get one. But that don't make that don't mean my relationship with God ain't gonna come. Can't nothing separate us from the love of God at all. Nothing. And but it's like, what are y'all gonna nail do? Polish, earrings, hair color because that was, when I colored my hair, uh, back like. I don't know, some years ago, the first time when I bleached it. Well, anyway, we that's not me. Okay, we're going to move on. Toya didn't do that, okay? <laughs> so, when I did that out of the will of God, uh-huh, uh-huh. getting my hair color <laughs> and bleached and stuff, mm-hmm. um, like, my daddy was like, what's this color on your head? Like, it was that older yeah. thinking. Yeah. And then... um. Then I think he had to come out of or lipstick or like we got lipstick on now and do and perch. Like we still gonna be the Lord still and he's still 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 gonna accept us. us. Yes. And so I was thinking like, how y'all gonna it's gonna be some it's gonna be some street people. Yeah. That come in and that's gonna be for real. They hard gonna be right. Yeah. And if the church not ready to receive them, it's gonna be 
real like you gonna run people off just because that person doesn't look like you Uh or just because that person listen now okay now this might go into the next topic christians and enjoying life okay because like just because that person listened to yo Gotti or doll hey mama oh lord let me get my life together my mama on the live, y'all. <laughs> so just because that person listens to something other than, like, they listen to secular music, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that they're going to hell. Absolutely. Like, that's not biblical. If, if you look in the Bible, right. we're going by biblical principles. Right. Because that's what we have to stand on. That's it. We don't have anything else. The Bible and the Holy Spirit. That's it. If you're not convicted, like you said earlier, right. if you're not convicted... By listening to Yo Gotti Dolph. Yeah. Listen. I feel like people, I feel like we have different convictions. Mm-hmm. It's like your own, like what your own, like, okay. So say that music makes you think of a time when you weren't delivered. Right. Or it makes you, or this skirt or something. Because it's certain clothes I had to Absolutely. get rid of because, when yeah. I got married. I mean, when I got divorced, Lord, my God. Mm-hmm. When I got divorced, yeah. <laughs> because... Yeah. It reminded me, or it was tied to a time yeah. that I was bound. Right. So I had to get rid of that, or right. certain things I had to get rid of yeah. because I it no longer serves me anymore. Not in this new, this not in this new phase. Yes, this new phase. And even like as I'm growing deeper, it certain stuff. Oh, this person gave that to me. I can't have that. Can't have it. And or like certain things, like certain clothes, like you know your body. Like, I know me. I'm a little thick out here. So, I can't be wearing, you know, certain, some, certain stuff. Yeah. Because it's going to make me feel a certain oh, right. way. Yeah. But, like, if I feel good with my with my uh, leggings and my shirt, yeah. then I'm going to wear it. And I'm still spirit-led yep. by the Holy Spirit. And I still the love Lord God. Still love you. And, and I'm still going to love you with the love of Christ. Whether you look up at Look up and down at me or not. Like, I'm still going to do it. So, it's like... None of that even matters. None of that even matters. It's so simple and people being people make it so hard. Complex. Yeah, Yeah. it's not really that complex. It's really, really simple. And it's like, I had to, like, really... Like, because you know that for so long in your life, you have to get into the knowledge of your for your own self. Like, you really have to... Know the the scripture you and the word, the for, word yourself. for yourself. I feel like people people don't understand grace mm-hmm. because we're human. Yeah, and we just can't wrap our mind around somebody dying for me who don't even know me. Mm-hmm. He don't even know if I'm gonna choose him, and you telling me he died for me and I ain't gotta do nothing. Right, that doesn't make sense to people. Right, because, because everybody everything is so it. transactional. Yeah, you, know? you think you you, you gotta, gotta give me something. something for me to give you something. Mm-hmm. But with God, it's simple. It's not. It's not like that at all. He sent Jesus to die on the cross for us before He even knew we were going to choose Him. Right, like He, he loves us so much, we don't have to do anything to deserve His grace. Right, it's unmerited. That's it what unmerited is. means. There's nothing it you can is. do to deserve it. So you wearing long skirts and not wearing nail polish and not wearing hair color doesn't earn you God's grace. There's nothing right. you can do to earn His grace. And it's it not- makes me it makes me go back when you said that. It makes me go back and think like what I was teaching my students about the Puritans, mm-hmm. like. They really thought that if you were wealthy, that you were blessed by God. Because that was their only way of showing, you know, that you were blessed by God. To a or, human, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Or they they thought that if you didn't, you know, you couldn't listen to music, you couldn't dance and all that stuff. It was all uh, the devil. Or you had to wear the, the plainest type of clothes. Yeah. You had to do all this. You had to be... But the thing is, it's about your heart. Like if your heart not right, None if your relation like you can be, you can be the the sharpest, baddest mother missionary with your hat on, this baby sharp. Hand, but if your heart ain't together, you, you ain't, ain't got no love in your heart. Auntie, you have no. it right. You yeah. hating the folks, like or you holding a grudge yeah. and you doing this. Yeah. Like no sin is greater than the other. Nope. So like. Your pride, all this stuff, pride is the number one that'll get the people. 
Because it had to get me together. Oh, raggedy joker. Pride it, is raggedy. It is. Pride is raggedy. Tra- trifling. Get over yourself. Yes, you get got to. Yourself. And so, like, a lot of times we have to humble ourselves. Oh, Lord will humble you. Like, yes, if you don't will. humble your own self. Yes, he will. Like, you have to humble yourself. But I just, I just really agree with that. Like, because your heart has to be right in the right place. Mm-hmm. It definitely has to be in the right place. Um, but, um, let's look at our next topic. All right, yes, ma'am, Grace. Yes, Grace. (laughs) All right, you guys, let's see what the next topic is. We talked about being a Christian and enjoying life. The old you Oh, big question. Which one, this one? Mm Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so why do you think, why do you think so many millennials, especially, have turned away from the church. I think a lot of millennials have turned away from the church because of what we just got to talking about. Yeah. Like they feel like you have to look a certain way mm-hmm. and they feel like if I walk in, everybody going to judge me because mm-hmm. I don't dress like this or I don't listen to this kind of music. So mm-hmm. I don't want to go because mm-hmm. they feel like they're going to be judged and not really loved on right. like they should be when they first come to church. Right. You know? Or also church hurt. Cause some yep. people, some people got church hurt. Was mm-hmm. raised in a church. Like my experience as a kid, I could have easily let that, you know, deter me from ever going to church again. Right. Or but, mine. Yeah. Or that. So I think church hurt people. Not uh, some millennials. I feel like, you know, millennials have this thing where it's like, okay, just cut them off. Mm-hmm. Just people quick to counsel folks counsel, nowadays. Counsel the people. And millennials don't really want to forgive. So trying to tell them, like, oh, you gonna have to forgive them because they human. It's like foreign. Like, I gotta forgive them. Now I can just cut them off. I don't need them. It ain't nothing to cut. Cut them off. Like, cancel, no, cancel, cancel. No, you can't cut everybody. Like, right. come on now. You gotta mm-hmm. learn how to forgive people mm-hmm. and give people another chance. You know, because we are all human. We all gonna make mistakes. Because God gave you another chance, baby. He knows all day. your business. The day. Lord know the dirty secrets, the dirty, the every hair on your head. So He know everything about you. Yeah. So you gotta learn to forgive, because He forget He forgives you daily. Like. Yeah. All the time, I be like, Lord, forgive me, because I know I shouldn't have. I be wanting to look at you, but the flesh be rising up. Yeah. And that's going to go to the next topic, being spirit-led versus being yeah. self-led. Yeah. Because sometimes I be wanting to be self-led right. on some folks. And yeah. some people would have been told off, and they would have been in their feelings. Yeah. You know, but I had to, like, really, like, the Holy Spirit be getting you together and be like, up, oh, shut up. Yep. Let me fight the battle for uh-huh. you, or be still. And if you not uh, spirit led, it's like it could be detrimental to your life. Because yeah. let me just say, I've been. I'm not in that. Let me say, I ain't perfect. I'm no, nowhere near. I'm gonna be transparent. Yeah, I've been self led many a time. Absolutely, I was self led when I married. My ex-husband, because it was disobedient, because he already told me not to marry him. But it was a part of my journey. It's a part of your journey. But God gives us free will. He does give us free will, will. and that was what he gave. Yeah, he's like, okay, like, I done told you not to, but if you're going to do it, I can still spend that, but go ahead. I would have (laughs) already given you Carrie, but with somebody else. So, like... Like, I was disobedient. I was self-led. Yeah. And in a lot of things, it, even in my decisions on trying to trying to be a lawyer, and that wasn't mm-hmm. what he wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I was, and that's why I kept not getting what I wanted. But every time for teaching, the door was made for me. Like, yeah. it was it was like was favor was favor was right here, and I was like, I don't want to be no teacher. Like, I don't want to be no teacher. Be a teacher. I don't want to do it. Yeah. And so I had to learn to be spirit led yeah, and like deny myself and let the Holy Spirit rise up. Cause girl, believe me, the Holy Spirit had to activate. You gotta act. You gotta let the Holy, like the lady said, Holy Spirit activate. Yeah. You gotta activate that yes. Holy Spirit. On these jobs, with as a teacher, Lord, with these kids, I have to let the Holy Spirit activate. With some of the the people that I work with, coworkers, I have to let it, cause I be wanting to be self led and look if you book. No, but I have to let the Lord fight my battles. 
Because it's people that's done some crazy stuff to me that I've had to not cancel and just agree, like, just shut up and let him. And, like, people, a lot of people don't understand the torment and, what is it, torment and stuff I've survived. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of people know my testimony, but they don't know every single detail, which maybe one day I'll be able to share, but, like, that in itself, mm-hmm. I had to really let the Holy Spirit lead me after thinking back on it. I had forgiven. Yeah. But, like, when you think back on it, you, like, you want to be self-led. And look, uh-huh. if you buck and you, get, still you know, you still got it because you still in the healing process. Yeah. But I had to be spirit-led and, like, with my process as the, the divorce process was going, like, I had to tell people, no, we ain't doing it. We yeah. ain't doing it. We ain't doing it. Because yeah. it was like, even now, like, nah, it ain't worth it. It yeah. ain't worth it. Because I had to, you gotta trust had to God, first though, say it to myself. Yeah, trust God even with that. Right. I had to first say it to myself, like, Lord, let me let me be laid by your spirit. Uh-huh. Because I really want to. Nah. No. But I can't. I can't do that. No. I can't do that. Because we're going to be the salt. We're supposed to be the salt. We're supposed, we're supposed, we're supposed to be. To be. Could you try again? I'm sorry. <laughs> Nobody asked my watch to say she and I come And she and I business. <laughs> um, but, yeah, fear led versus, yeah, people, we just got to deny our flesh. And got to. nowadays, folks, that's like a cuss word. Deny my flesh for what? Right. I right. want everything my flesh wants. Because right. it feel good. Right. But everything that feel good ain't good for that you. That instant, because you want that instant gratification because yeah. we in the world of technical, Absolutely. you know, social media. Get it right now. Why wait? And let me show off everything I uh-huh. got and yeah. all that. So it's hard for people. I can see how it would be a little harder for millennials to be spirit-led mm-hmm. because they so used to get what you want, get what feel good, get it right now. Mm-hmm. Waiting, praying, fasting. Mm-hmm. What? 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 Deny fasting. myself. Huh? I can't eat? Yeah, so... Yeah. Or I can't be on social media. You gotta be spirit-led, y'all. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing that's gonna last. Yeah. Uh, we already did this one. Why do you think so many millennials? Yeah, we did. Yeah, being a Christian and enjoying life. We talked about being a Christian. Oh, we got this. We got a video to share with okay. y'all, and then we're gonna talk about it. All right. Burning sage is a hot topic in the Christian community. There are a lot of Christians that are using this new age and Wicca uh, traditions inside of their Christian homes. And I want to encourage you to stay away from it. Uh, Sage itself is not bad. God made sage. It tastes delicious and cornbread stuffing. But burning it to ward off evil spirits is not of God. Why would you use that when you can literally call upon the name of Jesus Christ? Jesus gave you the Holy Spirit uh, for a reason. And if we don't learn how to operate in spiritual warfare, then it makes sense why we're kind of having these same uh, battles, if you will. We're getting attacked because we're opening up spiritual doors where the enemy has a legal right to attack us. If you're a burning sage and you're a Christian, I want to ask that you repent, get rid of it, and use the Holy Spirit the way you were designed to. Okay. So I just want to say, um, unapologetically that that's the only way to do it, friend. Unapologetically, I hundred percent, thousand, million percent, whatever, billion, infinity, agree with the woman of God because, like, sage is good in dressing. It just give you that kick for your dressing, and that's yeah. it. And I like sage candles that got the, you know, the little smell because it smell like fresh, smell outdoorsy. It's, yeah, outdoors. It got a nice little smell to it. Because mm-hmm. when I take, when you taste sage just by itself, it's no, strong. It's strong. It's it don't like taste pungent. Yeah, but when you put it in dressing, it makes the dressing do a little. Per- it perk it up a little. Yeah, it gives it a little. Make perk. it taste like the holidays. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> but when you burning it, trying to like. This spirit and all that, you're opening like you opening yourself up for all type of warfare. And if you haven't dealt with spiritual warfare, baby, get ready. 
Cause it's gonna come if you do that. Like it's just it's gonna come naturally. Like without you doing that, with you yeah. living right, like warfare is gonna come. But so you're opening it for more. It's like you're adding on to the trouble. Like then the Bible says you your days are already full of trouble. You gonna add more trouble to it because you wanna clear the air instead of going to the Holy Spirit, the source. He's the source. He's he's it. This is what I'm gonna say. <laughs> I've done a whole episode. Well, it's not a whole episode because it's just seven minutes. But I've done an episode about this specifically on my podcast, Sacred Seven, on Spotify and Anchor. So you can go check that out if you want to listen to it. it. But um, using sage to get negative spirits and negative energy out of your home is a new age practice, which is an occult practice. Mm -hmm. And... If you are saying that you are a Christian and you're proclaiming Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you do not need anything other than him. You don't need sage. You don't need crystals. You don't need anything because you've got the source. God created sage. So why go to the creation and not the creator? Yeah. He has everything that we need. Yes, he created sage. And the Bible says everything that God created is good. But when you're using using it with the intent to do something that only God can do, then that's idolatry. Yeah. And you're making an idol out of these things. You're making an idol out of this stage. You see, let me go. You know, like you'll see people um like, oh girl, let me go home and get my stage because oh go home and get your words sis. Put right. out your Bible. Don't you get on your knees. Yeah. Maybe, like. Don't don't let sage sage becomes an idol to people who mm-hmm. using it. To get negative spirits and negativity out there. Or or that too. Like, you don't need crystals to bring you good luck, baby. The word says all things work together for our good, for those Mm -hmm. that love him. Yeah. yeah. Not for those that need jade. Those that wear jade, all good things. You don't go to the scriptures, y'all. Go to the scriptures. Don't go to the creation. Go to the creator. He's the source. Yes. Ain't nothing better than the real thing. All this stuff is counterfeit. It's going to feel like it's working at first. Because the, the devil, the enemy wants you to believe that. It's going to be so fake. It's like, it's, it's going to mimic, it's gonna mimic what you would feel. Yeah. But like, like I said on Monday in like a TikTok or something, because I was talking about crying and how it seemed this weak in our society. Yeah. And I was like, if you truly in the presence of God, you're going to cry. You're going to have some type of feeling, emotion. Yeah. But that feelings is second to none. Like, yeah. When yeah. you're truly in the presence and worship, yeah. yeah, that feeling is second to none. Like the devil can try to make you feel like yeah. you in the presence and I'll have Absolutely. all this, but you not. Yeah. The devil will try make it seem like he's blessing you. Yeah. He'll make you make it seem like the sage is really making yes. your environment positive. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that's only for a season. Yeah. Because it's 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 a trick of the enemy. Yeah. The the Bible says he's roaming. He's roaming the earth looking for who he can devour. Mm-hmm. So if you've already opened the door, that's basically like saying, all right, devil, come on in. Right. Here, here's your doorway. Because he can't, he can't get to you unless he has access. Yeah. And if you're burning sage and using crystals for these different things, you're practicing idolatry. Mm-hmm. So that's access to Witchcraft. the enemy. Yeah, you that's pra- practicing. You you open the you open in the front door. Okay, come on in. That's why we have to read our Bible and we have to protect yeah. our spirit. We do because the enemy will really try to come in your mind. He will try to come in and be like, "Well, they doing it." Yeah, and they saying it's that you know it's innocent. It's innocent. It's this like don't do nothing. They just acting holy. They holy rolling. Holy. They but doing that old stuff, but yeah. it's for real. Like yeah. if it worked for them. In the yeah. Bible times, yeah. it's going to work for us. Like, yeah. if he did it for all these people in the Bible, if mm-hmm. he healed all these people, mm-hmm. if he provided for all these folks, the five, no crystals, right, he going to do it for you in this yeah. eight day and time. Yeah. Just, you got to trust him. Yeah. You can't, and I think a lot of times we look at what we see, yeah. and like, we so focused on what we see, yeah. but if the but faith is not seeing what is believing, yeah. but not seeing it. Yeah. And like I have the faith on a whole bunch of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. I have faith on 
on healing. I have faith on like deliverance for people. I got faith on, you know, a lot I of think, stuff. I think a lot of millennials are turning to sage and crystals too because they need something tangible. Mm-hmm. They have something to they can touch. They want to like, feel it. I can reach out and grab this and see this. So mm-hmm. I believe that this is working because I can see this. Right. And it ties into that instant gratification need too. Yeah. It's like I need to know right now that something is about to change. Yeah. So when you praying and you saying scriptures, you can't see that. So you don't know if it's really working. Because mm-hmm. that faith is not seen. Exactly. Like exactly. Evidence but, of things not seen. But, but like. not seeing it is exactly what faith is. Right. So it's like you're not supposed to see it. Exactly. <laughs> So I think that's another reason why I like, I'm seeing it so much now and mm-hmm. it just baffles me because I'm like, why would you need that though? Yeah. You, you don't, don't need, need anything. God created those. Yeah. He created them. So let's just go to him. Right. We so blessed that we got access to God. Straight to him. But we instead of going straight to him, you're going to go in 50 different directions. I just don't get it. But I'm not judging people who do it. I'm not judging you because I don't want to sound like I'm being judgmental. I am going to say that it is wrong. And I'm going to tell you that it is idolatry. I can't say I love you. And I know you opening a door for the enemy to slide through your life and wreak havoc and not say nothing. Right. I'm going to tell you the truth. Like I'm going to be honest. But if you are doing it, I will say I hope you you come out of that mm-hmm. because I know for some people they're so deep into it that it's not going to be easy for them to let that go. Right, and I just it's a pray, stronghold. Yeah, it's a strong point. yeah. So, you and know. some of that is in your bloodline. It's like came from yeah. people back, back way. You don't even know these uh-huh. folks. It's like ancestral. Yeah. And so it comes back in your yes. bloodline. So you have to break that generational yes. stronghold, that generational curse. Yes. And that whatever it was that came up against you. Yeah. It keeps repeating. It's like a cycle. It mm-hmm. comes back in your and like she said in the video, it made so much sense. Like when you do that, when you're doing sage, yeah. you're giving the devil legal, legal rights. Legal so right. like, if you know anything about you know God, mm-hmm. I know y'all. Well, maybe some people don't know, but there's like you know the courts of heaven. Yeah. Like there's a whole bunch of things. So legally. If this person is giving, is doing sage, you're like allowing the enemy to come in your because life. Because don't get it, don't get it twisted. The devil still can't just do whatever he want to do. Right. Like he, he still, he still have to have, the God Lord. still got to give him, okay, you can go ahead. But you, if you out here using sage and crystals, it's like, okay, well, the devil got a hall pass mm-hmm. because you doing this mm-hmm. and it's wrong. And my word says that idolatry is wrong, but you're going to do it anyway. Right. So, all right, go ahead. Because the devil can't just do what he want to do. That's why he's, the scriptures say he's roaming the earth, seeking who he can devour. Right. Because he can't just devour anybody. Right. You have, you, it has to have a, he has to have a legal right to do that. Right. And he sees that door. Oh, let me, let me go on in there. Uh-huh. Let me go on in there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it was another thing that we... We were going to talk about, or I was going to put this picture up. So, this um, uh, picture says, stay away from people that still see the old you and don't respect the current you. And so, um, this is very important because a lot of times when you're growing and you get deeper in your relationship with Christ... People think you brand new. I'm going to tell you, like, I'm going to tell y'all like it is. It be a struggle. I'm trying to make it on this journey. Like, I'm not perfect. I'm going to be the number one person to tell you I'm not perfect. I make mistakes all the time. And I I do wrong. Like, I fall short all the time because that's human error. That's my flesh. And I'm not perfect. Like, so I don't want anybody to think I'm on here, like, holier than thou. I just saw you at so-and-so doing this. And I just saw you doing it and And doing it. And I I was. And I'm unashamed because guess what? The Lord gives me grace. The Lord has already forgiven me for whatever you think it is. And then... Then you looking at me and you judging me, so technically you shouldn't be doing that either. Come on, but let's not talk about you better that. Make that connection. But you, if you gonna look at me and judge me, come on now, you being you judgmental, you being judgy. We ain't got time. The pot calls the kettle. Yeah, Black. no. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna say like I'm not perfect. I'm no. I'm not 
trying to be a, a preacher or whoever. Like, that's not me. Like, I'm just somebody who is coming into knowing for myself. And I want to share with as many people as possible because, like, I don't want my, my age group, millennials, we yeah. we out here, this, I, this like, I rep, like, I rep Memphis. Yeah, yeah. I, I rep millennials. I rep millennials. <laughs> Let me put my M's M's up up for millennials. But for real, like, I don't want, like, any generation really to fall by the wayside. Anybody. Anybody lost. I'm raggedy, and I need it. I I be doing some things sometimes, and I be like, girl, why did you do that? Mm -hmm. Or I'll fall into things I felt like, okay, I was doing good. You know, it's been two, three months. I've been good. I ain't took a shot in two, three months. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then I go out, and then it's it's a wrap because I'm human. Like I make mistakes. You mm-hmm. might see me do some things that are like, girl, what? What? But you know what? He still loves me. He does. He still loves he me. Does. And I'm a work in progress. And yes. I'll never be perfect. And yes. I'm never claiming to be perfect at all. But I'm gonna be as transparent accountable for what you know. So yes. you know, you need to be progressing for sure. But. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm not I'm not claiming to be perfect at all. Uh I just this year, this past year, I feel like my relationship with God is going through another rebirth. Mm-hmm. And this time it's different and I feel like it's gonna be a lasting change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel that it's some people even already ever since I started my podcast that I don't hear from as much as I used to. Yeah. And we not, I don't, I feel us drifting apart. They might not say it's been a difference, but I can feel the difference. Yeah. And with that post you just posted, I'm not gonna say write them off. I'm not gonna cut them off like most millennials would do. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna cut them off Mm -hmm. because when they come back around, it's gonna be all love still. But I can just, that post just resonated me. I was like, yep. Yep, because yeah. they already drifting off. I yeah, and it. I feel the same even with Collect Your Life Incorporated with some stuff that I have shared or just me, period, or I don't know. Like, I just feel like, like you said, as in life, we transitioning. I, we always growing. Like, it's yeah. always, you know, you always should have spiritual growth. Oh, shout out to my church. That's my church name, Spiritual <laughs> Growth Memphis. Y'all check us out. Anyway, had to put the plug <laughs> in for the church. Yeah. But so, um, I'm, I've always like, especially, like I said, on this divorce journey and the divorce got finalized finally in July, it was like a whole, and I got re baptized on the journey of divorce and all that stuff. Like just because as in their relationship, you know, the husband is a spiritual head and we were unequally yoked and Mm -hmm. wasn't no spiritual mm-hmm. on his part mm-hmm. so like just not even going into detail but just wasn't mm-hmm. so like I had to collect my life so mm-hmm. to speak in my spiritual journey yeah. because I didn't want I wanted to go back and get rebaptized. Yeah. I wanted to make sure and so like I'm gonna be the first to say like like Toya said I'm not perfect it's yeah. stuff that I might that I'm still you know might still be dealing with yeah. but I'm going to be the try to be the best me that I can That's be. It. I'm gonna be the best the woman that God called That's me to it. be. I'm gonna try to walk in the light. And That's especially it. like now since when my dad passed, it just made me when I was reflecting on him in his mm-hmm. life, even in his dementia, even in everything, daddy was praising God. Like he wasn't he wasn't not praising. He would yeah. pray and pray. My mama could testify. He would pray and praise and all that. Yeah. So I want to be so like my, not like use him as my example. Uh-huh. Like, like, and then another person, like my godmother, when she was on her sick bed, she was praying and everything. Like, yeah. I want my relationship well, to, be so to be deep, so deep, like that. to where like, even in my affliction, I'm still praising God. Like mm-hmm. even in, my sickness and everything, I'm still praising still him. I'm glory. still giving him glory. Yeah. I'm still worshiping him because in it all, because like you said, all things work together. All like things. it's going to work together. All things. All things like work it's going to work for us. So um, I just want people to understand like Collect Your Life Incorporated is created to help you collect your life on all aspects all of, of life. 
So not just spiritual, but this is something I thought I believe and pray that would be definitely needed for before the end of the year. Like mm-hmm. I feel like somebody needs to hear this. Yeah. Because yeah. It was definitely needed. It's was so, there it's anything okay to go. It's, I think people just need to know that it's okay to go to God as you are. Mm-hmm. And he'll deal with the rest. Mm-hmm. He'll deal with the rest. Just give him your heart and he'll deal with the rest. Yeah. Because a lot of times people think that they have to be shiny and spotless. Yeah. And or boring and dry and stale. You yeah. don't have to be like that just to be a Christian. And that's what I was going to get into because yeah. I think that's one thing we forgot. Like being a Christian and enjoying Enjoy life, life yeah. you can go travel, you can yeah. eat, you can do, yeah. you can, you can still, you can dance, time. you can do all this. Yeah. Like David dance, like about his clothes, out his clothes, out his clothes. Now we gonna keep <laughs> our clothes on, right. but you what can you dance, saying? you can yeah. do all these things and be a Christian and have a full life. Yeah, like actually your life. With Christ gonna be so much better, so much better because He leading you instead so of you being led it's by your this, own. Self. It's not this superficial, you know, mm-hmm. feel good moment. Yeah. Like it's I got this. Moment. Yeah, yeah. I got this thing. So let me pose. Good. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's lasting. Mm-hmm. If yeah. I don't make one more post the rest of my life, I'm gonna still be all right. Right. Like I'm gonna be okay. I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna be, be good. Okay. So I want everybody to have it. Yes, like, I do. After getting my relationship with God to where it is now, it's mm-hmm. like I want everybody to feel the same way. That you know? I feel. Yeah. I've like, been I wanting don't... you to feel like when you uh like around people who you know hurting, it yeah. can be like girl, you are. Cause like I feel somebody. like I'm an innocent. well, I feel like as a teacher I'm an intercessor like naturally. Like yeah. if you a teacher and you live right by the do. spirit, you should be an intercessor naturally because it's just you got to but even a part of that everything other people like I'm the strong friend so like people come to me with prayers people come to me with stuff and so like as an intercessor I want everybody to be I wouldn't say but feel like I feel Mm -hmm. like because they know to come to me for prayers they know to do that so you can tap in for yourself yeah you don't even have to come to me I'm glad to be able but you I can I can touch and agree with you yeah but yeah you can do this by yourself Mm -hmm. (laughs) so Mm -hmm. I be wanting to to everybody to feel like I feel yeah it's a great feeling I promise yeah it is but I think that's... Is that all we had on it? I think so. I think we talked about everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah, we did. So, again, we appreciate um, Latoya Rankin for coming on our episode seven. So, like, she was awesome. Mm-hmm. We are sorry for the late start. Yeah. But uh, we had some technical difficulties mm-hmm. and other things. Uh, because running Friend a podcast, has an elaborate setup. I just want y'all to know that. And Listen, there's no I'm way I could to, even try to attempt. To I'm trying to be great. On. I'm a one, one woman, one woman she show. Is, y'all. She a one woman show. She the producer, <laughs> the tech guy, everything. I need, I need a team. I'm gonna hire a team one day. When I when the Lord keep fulfilling me, yep, I'm a hire a team. So we are gonna have applications ready. We gonna have a job now. site. Okay, <laughs> but I tried to, uh, you know, make make you feel comfortable. So I'm glad you were able you to come. You did. Come you did. to she fed me, y'all. She got me some chicken. Yes, and I had the feed. More herbs in there. I ain't been able to tap into those just yet, but uh, she's we're a great host. Had to feed her because so she you've came been on the hostess. You've been mm-hmm. the director, the producer, what? the uh, tech crew. What other baby? You need to put this on your resume. <laughs> I'm going to put it on my resume. You Let me. The kitchen staff. <laughs> the kitchen. Get at the kitchen at the yes, I worked in the kitchen the one kitchen time. Staff I'm going to do that. I'm going to put that. I'm going to ask uh, the resume shop. Stop. They, uh, she did my resume. Uh-huh. She's awesome. Okay. I'm going to tell her to add that to my. Baby, all I'm going to add my titles. All your resume. Yes. I'm going to add my great. titles. <laughs> But we appreciate y'all tuning in, and we're going to say goodnight. Good night, y'all. Thanks for joining us.